Hello everybody, this is Austin Ward for Letterman Row, just outside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center in Columbus, Ohio. That's Jeremy Birmingham, this is Tim May. This is Rapid Reaction, uh, brought to you by Byers Auto on a historic, devastating day for college football and the Big Ten. Uh, the season has been canceled, the fall season. Uh, the Big Ten is trying to phrase this as a postponement and try again in the spring, but uh, even though Gene Smith is now open to that idea, Ryan Day now open to that idea, there are myriad hurdles that must be cleared before that. So. It could be a long time before we see Ohio State play again. This is a team that was a three-time defending Big Ten champions, the favorite to win again, had a Heisman Trophy favorite at quarterback, uh, expected to go to the college football playoff, and all of that is gone. Yeah, I mean, you can throw away all of the euphemistic garbage about delaying the season. Like, this is a historically bad moment for Ohio State football, for college football. Pac-12 goes ahead and cancels almost immediately as soon as the Big Ten did, which I think is what the Big Ten wanted to be the first one to start this change. But uh, it it's hard to sit here or stand here and not feel a, a, a real sickness in the pit of your stomach because it shouldn't have had to go this way. Yeah, no, no football in the Big Ten or the Pac-12 in the fall for the first time in who knows how long, I, almost since the game was uh, – invented I, or began. I think it was 1889, the last yeah. time that Ohio State did not have a fall football game. Exactly. And then number two, what's going to happen with those other three Power Five conferences? Uh, that's what we've been talking about a lot is we've been waiting to try to run into people. And, you know, we saw all these players from the number two team in the country walk out with their heads down, pretty much almost un, un, not, acknowledging, not acknowledging us, but also the fact that you know that they knew what they had inside inside this building and they're not going to get to unleash it on people uh there's no way that if they play in the spring barring calamity with the with the nfl that this team is going to be intact like we thought it was going to be going into the fall if in fact they do come up with some weird scheme to play a spring season and then come back in the fall and play another season i really don't see that how they can do that from a physical standpoint but yeah this is uh momentous and it's got to be more momentous in a bad way for the Big Ten and Ohio State in particular, if they sit or sitting in October and watching Alabama and everybody else play in the SEC and possibly the ACC and possibly in the Big 12. And of course, they'll be sitting there, I think, with mixed feelings knowing that could have been us, but then are they still going to be playing in November? Did they just uh, bring calamity on themselves? Yeah, I, I, look, all indications that I've heard, despite the SEC saying they're going to wait till late September to play, the expectation across the country is that all conferences were going to have to come to this conclusion sooner or later. They might try to play. Uh, nobody thought they would get through a season. You could argue that maybe they should have tried just to see if this protocol would work, if they could stay safe, yeah. if they could manage a bubble. But the reality is <laughs> the virus has not stopped and college football and the NCAA is maintaining this charade of amateurism. And those two ideas just clashed heads. The players tried to opt in, the colleges wouldn't allow it. And that's that's the bottom line. There's not, you know, real fingers to be pointed there. That's just the situation. And college football, Berm, you said this to me earlier today, the whole format, the whole foundation, the way the sport is played is probably gonna have to change by the time we come back. Yeah, I mean, we're, we were already talking about fundamental changes with name, image, and likeness stuff. Now you have the organization of players happening out in the Pac-12 and, and similarly in the Big Ten. The 
the fundamental transformation of college football began today. And I, my frustration as a fan of the game is sitting there and listening to people who are shrouded in, in, in basically uh, mystery in a room making these decisions for the kids that are in this building saying that it's about their health or that it's about their mental health like that's impossible you can't tell me something's about someone's mental health when you take away everything they've worked for and take away their passion and, and take away their uh their purpose and i know it sounds silly to people out there that think that it's just a game but this is their life and you just stopped it well what, yeah. without without asking them if that's what they wanted and that that's to me the frustration i get there's there's going to be differing viewpoints on that but when you're talking about 1100 1200 players of football players in the big 10 95 percent of them would have played this season under the current condition and to not have that chance i think is it's abhorrent well, and to say yeah but to say they didn't have the input from the players i think is, is not quite accurate because all all Monday was about yeah. was was reaction to it from both the players and the players' families, as we know. You know, I well, talked to I talked to Master Tiga Third's dad. Sitting down and I talked to Master Tiga Third's dad. You know, they had written the, the the football players' parents' association had written this letter saying they were backing Ohio State, backing their sons, uh, good to go with their play with their sons playing in the fall, and so everybody got their voice heard in this way, one way or another. But clearly, the the powers that be determined they didn't want to take that risk. What their reasons are still aren't clear to me. You know, as Gene Smith said, it was an accumulation of things. But an accumulation of things. Less than a week ago, they announced the schedule. It was in pencil, but they announced the schedule for the Big Ten. And and six days later, they're announcing that they've canceled the season. And not only that, but they they gave them the go ahead to have start training camp. And then they made the decision on Sunday night, multiple sources confirmed to Letterman Row, the three of us uh, that have been reporting this all along, that that decision was made. They, it was semantics about a vote, uh, the exact numbers. The decision was made. They hoped that other leagues would come along with them. And then they sent them back out. Ohio State practiced Tuesday and Monday. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure how that was safe for them to be back in helmets if they weren't going to be preparing for a season. It's an absolute joke. Uh, but, but they also feel confident enough that uh, we talked to some coaches on their way out. They expect that they're going to be able to have 20-hour work weeks this, you know, this fall, this semester. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they must have a lot of faith in the protocol in this building right over here. But they're still going to allow that. that. They're still going to allow There's that. Absolute vacuum of leadership in the Big Ten and around college football, and it's it's been a problem for a long time, but it's never been uh, had the spotlight on it it does now. The fact is, you have 14 teams in the Big Ten, each one with their own protocols. Ohio State sets the standard. Per Rutgers uh, abandons one, right? So if you don't have a standard in the Big Ten, when you have com a commissioner who can't set up a protocol across the league, what's the point? When you have a president voting who's not even the acting president in Ohio State, what is the point? Like, how does that decision get made from last week to today? I just will never understand. Why let them back in this building on June 8th and, and let them go through two months of showing that the protocols can work, then to turn around and tell them that again. Well, how on earth? And spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to get to earth, that point. Can we still have students coming back to campus in the next week? Dorms or two? open tomorrow. The dorms open. Like yeah. that, it just makes zero sense. Yeah. And I'm I'm heartbroken for the players in this building. It, it is, it is so 
so disheartening to see the lack of leadership across college football. Uh, and I'm not talking about Ohio State. Gene Smith has handled this as well as he could. The athletic department here in the athletic department around the Big Ten clearly are at odds with the the presidents of the of the university. But ah, uh, well, here's just the thing: stop talking. Finally, in these kind of situations, even if you had a czar of college football, if you did have leadership from the top that was solid and strong, then that person or or triumvirate or whatever it would be would still have to make a decision: sure. go or no go. You know, kind of like Dwight Eisenhower, you know, in yeah. D-Day. Go or no go. Right. The thing about it is, if we stand here today, as Boston Ward pointed out, there is there is no vaccine for this, for COVID-19. I know that rhymes, but that's not, I didn't mean it. It's your country that song regard, that you've there's been. There's nothing funny about yeah. it. Yes, but yeah, I'm still working on the song. But I digress. The bottom line is there's no way to totally ensure that players will be safe for a whole season. But the point is, they are probably more in jeopardy now being turned out into the, basically the general populace yeah. with a few workouts every week yeah. than they would have been in a semi-bubble at each Big Ten school uh, watching over things, et cetera. The problem is you have 14 teams in the Big Ten, and it kind of like it's like a crew, 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 is if you got like 11 or 12 really rowing hard and three not, that boat's going to go in a circle. <laughs> and uh, or it's just going to flounder. Yeah. And that's that is to me is what stands out about this is most of the people were taking care of their business, but some did not. And I am very curious on whether this is the end of it all in the fall for Ohio State, for example. I think we I think there's still another shoe to drop in this thing. And you know the one shoe that I've been asked about most if it would fit Ohio State is if they would play an independent schedule, if they would try to join another league. Gene Smith was adamant, and I've said this all along, that it, the hurdles are too high. Getting out contractually, being a member institution of the Big Ten, Ohio State is happy with the situation they're in. They are unhappy not to be playing this year, but that is not going to force them to look around and try to play college football this fall. One of the primary reasons for that as well is that they also don't think the other leagues are ultimately going to play. Uh, so do not look for them to try and get in the SEC. Do not look for them to try to schedule Notre Dame. Do not expect them to play in the Big 12. Ohio State is now looking towards the spring and they will do everything they can to save recruiting classes. Yeah. They will try to everything they can to support with the 20-hour work week, continuing to offer room and board and, and feed these guys in the facility and try to get them ready if they're going to the NFL draft. That's really going to be the big one for yeah, Ohio yeah. State is there are 15 to 20 players oh, yeah. who, starting with Justin Fields, obviously, but but even beyond the obvious first-round draft picks, that may not elect to come back now. And I'm, I don't think the spring season is a viable, workable thing, even though it looks good on paper. But you will have a facsimile, speaking of paper, of this Ohio State team in the spring if parent, if, you know, third uncles, whatever, get their way. They're going to be guys who are going to be highly rated for the NFL Draft 2021 we're going to opt out. I don't think there's who, how many, who knows. But like you just said, go back to what you just said. You know, right now, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12, as we record this, they're still hanging on, mm -hmm. waiting to see how things go. What I was talking about, about the finals you hadn't dropped, is if suddenly those three leagues call it quits, it would be interesting to see the conversations that take place, is the point I was making. Yeah. There, we've talked about it for six months. I mean, it's 
it's unbelievable to me that we got back from North Carolina on March 11th <laughs> after seeing going to see two future Ohio State commitments. We got back into town on March 11th and had to drive straight over to the Horseshoe and talk about coronavirus and canceling the spring canceling game. spring game. And now here we are, five months later, and nothing has been fixed. It, again, I, I I might be coming at it from a I a little, bit, a little bit too subjective. I don't think nothing's been fixed. But Ohio State, they took care of business. Well, Ohio State took care of business, I, don't you think? No, they did. They did everything they could do. And that's, Absolutely. I, I, that's ultimately the point. Like, how is this possible? How have we got here without any sort of direction from the Big Ten, without any sort of direction from the NCAA? We've not heard a peep because of from that. Mark Emmert. Because of the, that. The, you know, where's Mark Emmert been, the president of the NCAA? Hasn't said a damn word. I just don't know how we get to this point where leagues are canceling their season and we haven't heard from the NCAA president. It's because of that. It's Shocking. the reason we're standing here right now. Because, you know, I really, Greg Sankey, the athlete, the, the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, you know, he, he, whether you're a fan of them or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, he talked about the key word in this whole thing was patience. Patience. Yeah. You know, Bill, they, you know, the Big Ten, as Ryan Day pointed out, and James Franklin pointed out, and others, Jim Arbo pointed out, the Big Ten built in patience into their schedule that they that they put out less than a week ago. They decided not to exercise that patience. That's why we are where we are. I'm out of mind. It's it's hard to. Hey, we've been honestly expecting this for a while. This was yeah. going to be the most likely outcome. To be honest, yeah. But that still doesn't mean that it it hits you differently once it's final and definitive and they've made the decision. There's not going to be an Ohio State football season. There's not going to be the Big Ten. I'd be surprised if there's any college football this year, and that is just unthinkable. We are in, in unprecedented times. Uh, I don't know what all we're going to do Let me to cover this. I was, I was under the impression that maybe smarter heads would prevail in the sense that you let the NFL go through their training camps, see, you know, yeah. progress into their training camps, which they're doing right now as we speak. People are practicing football both in the NFL and high schools. Uh, let them go through that and see how it goes. And, uh, and then maybe see what problems they run into, but they didn't do that. Yeah, I think all of us could have come up with other schedules and other solutions other than the one we arrived at today, but that's the decision was made. That's why we're having a rapid reaction about the end of the Ohio State Big Ten 2020 football season. Uh, to all that possibility uh, down the drain, it's unfortunate. Uh, we'll, t- we'll find stuff to talk about at Letterman Row. I'm not sure exactly what it'll be, but there'll be a lot more fallout for this coming. Roster decisions, recruiting, Burn will have that covered. Uh, and we'll find uh, other ways to try and keep everybody entertained and informed until the next time the Buckeyes play again. For Berm, for Tim May, I'm Austin Ward. This has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. We will see you at some point.